0: Man, we're gonna check with the leading on the frontlines podcast. Excited to be back. I hope everybody's uh, holiday season is going well. Uh, it's been pretty busy for, for me and my family, which is always kind of anticipated during this time of year. Uh, you know, work slows down a little bit for some, gets more uh, speedy for for others. We kind of touched base on this uh, last week. I hope everybody's been able to maintain composure and uh, get through. What's what's already gone th- gone on for the holiday season? Um, there's a lot of things uh, we're gonna kind of cover today, and I'm pretty excited to talk about it. I think it correlates well with with last week's episode. So again, if you haven't yet, please uh, subscribe and rate the show. i Would love to see your guys's feedback. Check me out on uh, YouTube if you would like to watch me um, and, and see my pretty face. If not, check out my Instagram page, leading on the front lines, or on X, formerly Twitter, leading the front would love to see some engagement on there and, and chat with you guys there. Um, one of the things we talked about, well, what I talked about last week was just kind of to, to validate that this is a tough time of year for a lot of people. And, uh, you know, the, the holiday season is never easy for people in, in just at work in general, but especially, I think, in management leadership positions. Um, it could be pretty it could be pretty daunting but you know if we look at the positive side of things or the optimistic side of things uh, it's really a, a good time to show your team the type of leader that you really are and uh, you know I, I understand that doesn't come with ease but you know I think it's something that um, it, it kind of primes you in a way to like I said uh, put the your best foot forward and, and really be able to to identify yourself um, as a leader, so one of the the biggest things, and this has been preached to me my entire life, but uh, never more than when I was in leadership, was patience. And I think during this time of year, um, it's something that is often forgot and and kind of let loose, right? <laughs> because we're already, you know, coming into the season, you're cr- it's kind of like produces a little bit of anxiety um, or anxiousness and you know, just uh, then when you're in it, it kind of, it's almost setting yourself up for waning patience off the get-go. So I think it's a good reminder as we're still cruising through uh, the bulk of the holiday season. And you might be asking yourself, you know, how does this really help me as a leader? Um, and why why is it important? And I think there's, there's quite a few reasons. So, um, you know, one of the things that well, the number one thing I think that that patience during this type of period really goes to show your employees is, um, is well that you're going to gain from your employees is their respect. Um, you know, they're dealing with with these emotions also, right? And they're dealing with angry customers or phone calls or um, you know just tight timelines, things like that. And you being you know the person they look to for these answers, you know, you're going to be um, you know, put up, you're gonna have a lot of pressure put on you to perform, and if you keep your your patience during this period of time, uh, that ultimately is gonna create just more respect um, uh, with your team. And ultimately, if you, you know we've mentioned this before, if you create more respect with your team, their productivity is gonna go up just tremendously. Um, obviously, this is a period of time typically where you need productivity to go up anyway. Uh, people generally are working. You know, harder, they're working faster, but that could create mistakes that could create uh, having to take um, or going back and fixing things and whatnot, and that reduces your productivity overall. Um, it's kind of like you know, in the package handling world, you never want to touch the same package twice, that's the goal. Um, you know, so it's the same idea even with projects and stuff. If you have to go back and fix things, then ultimately um, you know, you're wasting time, right? And, uh, it could potentially frustrate other team members, other, you know, other departments, you know, from a cross-functional impact perspective, things like that. So you're gaining respect by being patient and you're, you're gaining or increasing productivity innately because of that. Um, you know, and again, if someone does screw up, cause it's going to happen, right? Um, that's when that again your patience is going to play a pivotal role in maintaining that respect and then the maintaining that productivity moving forward. So that's kind of an important uh, piece to that as well. Um, you know, you by being patient with your with your team, um, and it, you know, it could be argued that during this period of time, it's probably not the best time to uh, provide. Um, opportunity for growth, right? Typically, uh, especially in, in productivity measured companies or, or crews, things like that, um, you know, now now's the time to just basically buckle down and do your job. But I, I stand to argue that by giving your people more freedom during this period, um, of course observed freedom, right? So like you give them a project that needs to get done. You let them do it, let them figure it out. Um, It's very difficult sometimes as the manager just kind of watch things happen because you might be two, five, ten steps ahead of them in your mind but you don't know what processes they have in place to get things done and you stepping in might actually falter them from getting it done timely right? because you just don't know. Um, So a couple things, right? Being patient at this period of time when when you have, you're assigning your crew or or maybe like your your shift leader or what have you, a task. um, And you're watching and observing kind of everything going around. And, um, you know, by allowing them that freedom and being patient with them while they're doing it um, is an excellent, excellent way to really help bolster a positive culture, uh, especially during a time like right now. Now, the caveat to that is is you need to be paying attention, right? So if you do see them falling behind or you're not communicating with that team lead or that shift leader or that that crew or what have you, Um, things could fall behind and that is your job just to maintain communication like hey what's your plan hey where are we um in your plan are we going to finish on time things like that and it's okay to ask like is this a realistic time frame or do we need to make some adjustments you know that again gives a lot of onus and responsibility to that employee makes them feel pretty important um and so that also shows patience right and that's just a very positive thing um You know, and by doing this, right? So these these first three things we're talking about, you're gonna develop a real positive attitude, not only for yourself, right? Because you know, everyone, everything's going well, but your employees who, you know, it doesn't even necessarily be who we're just talking about the people who are responsible for, um, handling specific projects or anything like that, but the people who are working under them, or if they are just, you know, the, the people working for you, um, you being patient really reduces the tension in an already tense environment, right? Um, and that, and really this could be, Either way, like I mentioned before, this could be a slow season or it could be um, fast-paced and a busy season. Typically, you know, let's be real, it's it's typically a busy season. So I'll kind of talk from that perspective. But um, there's nothing worse than when you're trying to get something done. You've got somebody, somebody harping on you. Um, you know i i could think you know when when working for for my dad you know trying to get some stuff done you have a plan you feel really good about your plan then it's kind of like the the wind's kind of taken out of your sails because it's um you know, we need to go faster, we need this, we need this. And it's like, I know all of that. (laughs) You don't need to remind me, right? And I think oftentimes people are put in that position by their managers where they understand the expectation. They understand what needs to get done by the time frame, yet you have kind of um, a manager nagging behind you that something needs to get done. That's not going to help. That's not going to create a positive attitude. And honestly, it's going to lower the quality of work that's being produced. So by being patient with your people, allowing them to kind of figure out and develop plans and, and execute those plans, you're going to develop a pretty positive attitude with that employee, and that's going to carry over after too. And that's that's kind of the gift that keeps on giving because not only during this this period of time that's stressful, now when that's over, that positive attitude is going to carry over, and that's really good. Um, you know, one thing that kind of goes along with with that last point is. I mentioned observe a few times, right? You need to observe, you need to communicate, you need to, you know... um Um, watch and make sure that things don't actually fall behind but what that's doing for you um, is creating improved time management for you because if you're able to accomplish that by taking a step back and just watching your crew and observing and maybe being having being able to have one-on-ones with your crew um, you're innately improving your time management because you're allowing yourself time to do that during the busiest season right and you know people are always going to say the boss works the least typically right like there's that that kind of stigma um about management but um you know if you're patient and chill right about everything um and you can sit back and that allows you to you know, organize your day more accordingly, set up those one-on-ones and and keep to a schedule. Um, And then, you know, of course you need to adapt if things pop up, which they will, but that's okay because then if you do have kind of an itinerary for your day, you have something to fall back on, right? Um, When things kind of get realigned. Um, So another thing, you know, we kind of touched base on this a couple, a couple points ago is that your team is going to grow, right? And this could be whether or not you're responsible for for other managers or just a, you know an office team or things like that, you're, you're really setting the stage for very quick cultural growth within your within your uh, team, and you know it's it's in a way it's kind of a blessing, right? Because typically culture building and growth and whatnot takes a lot of time, right? Because the mundane periods of time. You know, in the middle of the summer or what have you, everyone's just kind of going through the motions. That's where if you notice, people kind of like create these team building things or company picnics and and that sort of thing. They're trying to grow and, and um, positively impact the culture of the company. And that's great. I, I think it's wonderful for companies to do that. But I think it's a very big missed opportunity. By allowing your teams to have freedom to either, you know, manage project projects or, um, you know, uh, you be again being patient with them while they're working through problems, um, this is ultimately going to allow your team to grow, and you don't have to do anything. All you're doing is being patient, and making sure, you know, timelines are being followed. Um, so I think it's oftentimes a very big missed opportunity by managers to grow your team and, and develop. the the culture within your team and um, um, in the organization. So the other side of it too is, right? And this kind of depends on the type of work that you do um, or manage, but it allows... You know, we're, we're typically rush, 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 um, some ebb and flow, right? So you're working on a project, the project's completed, the next project comes in, and then the next project comes in. Um, or, you know, if it's phone calls into the office, or if it's, you know, support within a different department, things like that. I think it's an important piece to allow recovery time. Um, this doesn't have to be for your whole team, right? Because if you're sitting there um, and you have certain people taking on more at at certain times i think it's important that when they come back from that and just taking over their their normal job duties do a quick check-in just a real quick five ten minute check-in one-on-one with them and then allow them just to kind of get settled back in their normal position because they're still going to be kind of amped up from having to uh, uh, take on those extra responsibilities and that sounds a little extreme Uh, it can I, i kind of understand how it how it could But, I mean, putting yourself in that position of being, like, yeah, either highly stressed or or really focused on multiple things at one time and then kind of coming off of that, I believe that um, by being patient with that person and giving them a breather is really, really beneficial. That's just, that's a a personal opinion of mine. Um, You know, and then, too, to that last example, you know, if you are allowing that recovery time, that means you are able to adapt to a change. Right, I think being adaptive in the moment, you know, it's very diffi- It's very easy, I should say, to to shoot from the hip and make a quick decision. But if all these previous things are being done, it'll be very easy for you to for you to adapt to change. And so, if you're being patient with with your employees while they're creating, you know, processes and making decisions, um, if something goes wrong, it's okay because. You can then step in as the manager, as the the quote unquote person who knows more, or what have you, um, and then make that adaptation to what they're doing. Um, and then by doing that, you're still allowing them to take ownership of what they were doing, which is pretty cool because they're still having that kind of ownership and that feel good, um, you know. But by taking that breather and um, you know just allowing individuals time to create better processes or new, new, new processes is something they're already doing. Um, and and essentially just don't jump in immediately unless you have to. Um, and then when you do, you've had time to process it and, and create plan B and C, which I think is pretty important. Um, so this, the, the next point that I have, I think kind of goes right along with the first, but I think it's important to, kind of touch base on again. Um, so the first point being, uh, you're going to build respect with your team. Um, you're also going to build a reputation within your organization. Um, you know, depending on what you're doing, if it's a small business or if it's, you know, um, a large Fortune 500 company uh, or a medium-sized Fortune 100 company, um, you know, your your reputation, I believe, is very important. And um, I wrote... Um, A blog on this and I think we've talked about this in the podcast too where the way people view you is very important Um, you know you want people to want to work for you and you know you want your your leadership um, to look at you as like wow look at this culture they're building they're very reliable Um, the teams that he puts together are successful the majority of the time and things like that so you know, by implementing the the previous things we talked about, um, you're you're going to innately increase your reputation uh, within your organization. I think that's that's pretty good, a uh, pretty good place to be. So, um, you know, and by doing that, you know you're going to achieve greater results, right? Because now you have um, a team that feels good about where they're going. Uh, into the busy season. They respect you as a manager and um, your decision-making. You're giving them these freedoms um, of, of growing their, you know, whatever it might be, their um, intelligence on um, doing a specific project or creating processes or just kind of letting them do their job. I mean, that sounds simple, but a lot of people uh, have micromanagers that just don't allow them just to work and do their job. Um, you know, by doing this, you're going to create better productivity. You're going to create better ideas um, from your from your people, and you're just going to achieve greater results ultimately. Um, and I think that, you know, by kind of wrapping all these together, um, you're immediately going to improve your listening. Um, the, the stuff that, and I'm not necessarily talking about to your employees. I'm certainly, uh, that's included, but, um, you know, by, I, I mentioned this a few times, aggressively observing, right? You're, you're watching and you're, you know you're kind of listening to the tone of your employees you know cuz everything i've talked about is great but how do you even know when these things need to happen right and you need to listen you need to to see the nonverbal cues from from people on your team is somebody too stressed do they need some recovery time is somebody um anxious to take on uh, more projects because just as much as like we look at people and we over you know overwhelm them with too much work Typically, there's somebody who maybe you look at as as who can't take it on and then they're underutilized, right? And that's, that's a productivity killer right there. Um, or it's something where you could be beating your metrics, um, exponentially if you utilize them for something different. Um, you know, and then of course, you know, I mentioned one-on-ones a few times, uh, today, you know, that's something very important. You need to listen to your people because even your best people will get burnt out. Um, they're going to get frustrated. They're going to get mean. They might say something wrong to a customer, things like that. And if you're not listening to them, um, I think that's, that's a a huge deal, um, A huge failure on on your part if you're not doing that. So that's kind of uh, my my list of things uh, that help with just being patient. Take a breath. Take a moment. uh, Observe more. And you're going to gain respect and, and grow your reputation with your company. Your people will love you. Um, The people will work harder for you because they feel, you know, more inclined to you because they have a sense of responsibility and ownership within the the organization, and um, you know, there's really only positive things. And two, I think this isn't said enough, is when you screw up and you have that moment, uh, that bad moment where you're being impatient or maybe you say something out of line or that you don't mean or maybe. Maybe you raise your voice, uh, you know what have you. Not only if if you're being patient up to that point, is it looked at a lot differently and with a little more grace, but um, you can recover from that from a, a perspective of the lens your your people see you through. So I think that's pretty important too. So um, take these with with uh, you know as you will. I think they're they're pretty good uh, stuff. To, they're pretty good points to follow. Uh, move as we climb over the hill and and get to the peak and start our descent down in the holiday season here. Uh, I hope everyone's doing good. That's all I got for you today. Um, Again, please subscribe, rate, and review. Um, I would love to see your feedback. Check me out on on social media, and uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Have a good day.